Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. And in a busy week, getting ready for San Diego Comic-Con and heading down there for the event. A little busy around the Four Center offices. It's, uh, it, it's just me today. It's just me. 
uh, Joseph uh, out. Uh, Jennifer, of course, we know uh, on a bit of sabbatical there. So it's, it's me today ranking a topic. I, I wanted to get fun and silly inside the Star Wars nerd bubble indeed as we head to San Diego Comic-Con. One of the big draws is panels. Uh, who's on the desk? Who's moderating? There's a lot of keys to a good panel. So today, we're going to have some fun with the five Star Wars character panels we want to see, or at least I want to see, down there at San Diego Comic-Con, or any convention for that matter. And I'm sure you're going to have your own ideas. You know where to reach out. Follow me on Twitter at Catnapsock. Go to us on Twitter at Force Center Pod and use hashtag Star Wars Ranked or the hashtag Force Center. Join this conversation. I'm sure you have some panels. Now, there as uh, this is the 50th anniversary of San Diego Comic-Con, the little convention that could. It grew and grew. Charles Lippincott and Lucasfilm show up in 20th Century Fox in 76 to promote a little Star Wars movie. Even then, the convention was small and humble, and it exploded, absolutely exploded in the early 2000s into the can't-miss pop culture event that it is. In the last couple of years, it's changed the big draw of uh, breaking news and big studio appearances. That's kind of changing, going away. Uh, you know, D23's rising in popularity, Star Wars Celebration, uh, other events may be on the way that are, are taking away from the, the, the need of a lot of studios to go there and break news, which is fine because that means it might return to its roots of just a, a con celebrating all these fandoms, celebrating comic books, artists, the people that make comics, and the, the creators of all your favorite things. TV's pretty strong there, too, so... That's going, um, but uh, I, I think one of the draws, without a doubt, are panels. And panels, I got to be honest, they're not my favorite thing. You could do panels very bad. The, the actors uh, sometimes are up there with the producers or writers. Maybe they're not the most uh, outgoing personalities. They're not used to being in front of a, a live audience of thousands upon thousands of people, in some cases, in the bigger halls. Um, uh, they're just, uh, they can't say much. I, I always go to the Game of Thrones panels. Uh, they're always great. But there's like 12 people up there, and that means you get about one line per performer in an hour, and sometimes the moderators uh, just don't know how to host, don't want to moderate, and there's nothing they can reveal. Maybe now this year's Hall H panel uh, with the Game of Thrones might be bigger because they can talk about everything. But before, it was like, hey, what's going on next season? We can't say. So panels can sometimes drag. They can sometimes be not fun, which is why I want to put together some very interesting Star Wars character panels. And this is kind of our own timeline. There's a lot inside and outside of canon. There might be uh, some people that are on uh, on the dais uh, who aren't alive at the time of the other people or have since passed on. doesn't matter here. We're going to have some fun. So if you're okay for this silly little journey, maybe you yourself are heading down to San Diego Comic-Con or heading out to San Diego to catch up, then let's dive on in here and have some fun with the Star Wars character panels we need to see. Number five for me, working our way to one. I'm going to go... Inside Bright Tree Village. All right. As you know, over the last couple of years, I've become a little obsessed with the Ewoks, or at least Bright Tree Village and what's going on there. I can't deny that growing up, I even as a kid, wasn't a giant Ewok fan. I did quite enjoy some of the moments and was uh, very moved and uh, uh, hurt by Nanta's passing. Uh, but uh, over the years, it just, you know, I wasn't a huge fan. I got some of the jokes, got it. Um, Maybe made some zipper and slipper jokes myself. But after you work with Jennifer Landa for about four years here talking about Star Wars, it's hard not to start liking the Ewoks. And then uh, I really started taking taking a dive into what uh, what, it, what goes on in Bright Tree Village. Uh, who is Chief Chirpa? 
we know a little bit. We know a little bit about uh, his uh, his reign, uh, and his father now is now officially canon. Uh, they plucked him from an old Ewoks uh, comic, and he appeared in uh, one of the uh, the recent uh, comic books as well. His father's Buzza, by the way, who gave the throne to Chirpa. There's a ruling kind of council of elders. So this is why I really want to go inside the panel and and look at the inner workings of uh, the Ewoks, at least Ewoks at Bright Tree Village, which begs the question for me, are there competing villages? These are things I need to know. The moderator for this panel has got to be C-3PO, not Anthony Daniels. That would turn into quite a wonderful one-man show. But we are going with C-3PO. He knows the Ewoks well. He, for all intents and purposes, is their golden god. And it's his storytelling that is so compelling that it convinces Chirpa and Logre to have the Ewoks join the fight, which, as we talked about in the last Star Wars Ranked, is one of the key moments of the rebellion. Convincing the Ewoks to join the fight. The rebellion would have, I think, been a little lost without those Ewoks flinging rocks uh, at the stormtroopers there. So my panel, moderated by C-3PO, is going to have Chief Chirpa and Logre, of course. Now, here's the thing. I want to separate them. There's something going on there. This is why it's intriguing to me. It's, it's game of... Game of Ewoks is what it is. Chirpa, we get it. His father, Buzza, hands over the throne after, what, 42 years, I do believe. One of my favorite numbers. Uh, and he's got a daughter. In fact, I want her on this panel, too. Princess Kanisa. I want her, or is it Nisa? I, th- I, I have some friends pronounce the Knutson and the Knutson. So, Princess Kanisa, Nisa, you know, whatever. Uh, she's very much in canon. Force of the Destiny. She makes a lot of appearances. And uh, she goes back away, the daughter of Chirpa. So we know there's kind of a structure there. We know something's going on. They're not voted in. They don't need to take power. I'm obsessed with this idea, though, that Chirpa maybe took power. So his father gave him the throne. Is that the real answer? But then there's Logray. Logray, um, he's on the ruling council, council of elders, and he's definitely got to say. In fact, when they are going to sacrifice or about to sacrifice our heroes for a nice meal in honor of C-3PO, uh, it seems that Logray's the hungry one. He's like, there's no TV dinners tonight, my fellow villagers. We're cooking this uh, nice scoundrel, a Wookiee dessert, and uh, we'll get this uh, man in black. I'm sure he's got a good, good appetizer there. Uh, Chirpa kind of sitting back to me. I've always believed he's sitting back. Is Logray the real power? I'm going to separate them at the panel. They're not sitting next to each other. I don't want Logray whispering in Chirpa's ears. And Princess Nisa, is she the future? We knew, we do know she takes over. Uh, that makes sense. I want, I've always wanted Chief Wicket. Maybe there's some, maybe they get married later on and, and they rule together. I keep joking about I want I want Chief Wicked and Nine, but let's give uh, the princess her due. She uh, very much could be the one in charge by the time uh, we roll around to Episode Nine. That be that be actually more cool. I have I keep saying Jedi Council, Force Center, wherever. I, I want Chief Wicked, Chief Wicked, Chief Wicked. But I think it'd even be more cool to see Princess Princess Nisa. That be. No, think about it. That might be the answer. She's on the panel as well, and of course, Wicked is on the panel. Um, Tebow and Poplu, there's a lot of other Ewoks that we could put out there. Poplu, you know, he's going to be, uh, I think, snip, uh, sipping a little, uh, taking a little nip off some Ewok whiskey there. I can't trust him. Um, but I want Wicked. I think he represents the future, as does Princess Nisa. So I want the four of them on the panel really discussing what came before, what's going on after, and how does it work. I want deep probing questions from that audience, and I'll be front and center. 
I'll be asking, Sherpa, are you a man unto yourself? Or is low gray in your ear, like a grima worm tongue into Theoden's haunted ears? What is going on? And will you step aside when the time is right to give Princess Nisa the throne? Queen Nisa, Chief Nisa, kind of cool queen king king chief eh, i actually tell you, i like chief chirpa better than king chirpa just, just rolls off the tongue so chief nisa chief wicked give me that um and and would that happen uh if uh i don't know if chirpa's uh chirpa's uh wife got all the uh the do uh i don't know if she she had any say i'm sure she did i'm sure she deserved ray ra lee is his uh her name uh, chief of uh, Chief Chirpa's wife. Oh yeah, you could. You didn't know you could go deep into the Ewok lore. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure by this time all of you assume you can. So I want these four on there. I want a three PO to take it through, and then I do want a cameo, a little walk on from Princess Leia Organa. The story of the dress we now know, thanks to Forces of Destiny. But I want a little bit more. What was going on? But when, when, when Leia shows up there, gets the dress, asks for a little spear in case she needs to fight, and. Uh, sits down and probably is trying to communicate, hey, I need to find my friends. Uh, okay, um, we can do my hair. Um, this sounds great. Um, I'd like to find, hey, my friends are here. There's there's a period of time there where Leia, Leia can give us some insight into the, the workings of Brighter Village, but just a cameo, show up for a segment, maybe in the middle, and then she can head on out because I want to hear from Chirpa, Logre, Wicked, and Princess Nisa, or Kanisa if you still... I prefer that. Uh, so that is my first panel, number five, Inside Bright Tree Village, which means we go to number four, and I think this one would be, I think this would be pretty uh, well attended, and that is the underworld. A little, little bit of uh, gangsters, bounty hunters, all the like there. And this one, I, I think you could put a lot on there. I, I, I was trying to find the perfect moderator, and... I, you know what, as I'm type, I'm typing it as I'm thinking, I, I'm changing my answer. I want the moderator to be Dr. Chelly Afra. She's in and around. She's in the underworld. She's not in the underworld, but she's also just a vibrant personality. I think she could handle all the big personalities at the, at the table up there. So I want Dr. Afra to moderate my panel on the underworld. And I want that panel to include many. There's many choices. I, it could just be Dengar and Ara Singh. I understand that. But I want, I want some big wigs there. Dryden Voss, Jabba the Hutt. I don't want him to sit in bed for tuna. I want Jabba there. Boba Fett. I don't know if we could get him. It'd be like one of those ones who's like, I'm not really interested in the con, but all right, you pay me enough, I'll show up. I'll fly in, do the panel, and leave. Uh, Hondo Anaka, and he'd love to be there. You know he'd spend, he'd, he'd prob- we'd probably have to cut his mic off. And then I want Cad Bane. Will Cad Bane and Boba Fett be in the same place? I don't know. But I just want them there. And yes, there's a lot of other choices, including Maul. Maul would be a great get. Maul would be a great get. But you get the sense that Maul wouldn't want to appear to the, uh, on this panel and, and talk to any of these other people here. I think Afro would take us through what it's like to really be in the Star Wars underworld. And who works with who? Who's afraid of who? Dryden Voss is an interesting character because he he's definitely feared, but it doesn't seem like the power comes from himself other than his penchant for violence and his uh, lack of, uh, you know, uh, lack of uh, a fear of uh, cutting an imperial governor right in the throat there. We know he's he's done something to earn it. But it's the same with Jabba. It's like any crime lord, now that I think about it. 
Was Jabba, what did, what did he do in his youth? Was Jabba scurrying around, sliming around, tattooing, Moss Espa, Moss Eisley, collecting payments, and then he just rose to power? I mean, this is why a lot of people want that Jabba the Hutt uh, Godfather movie. Um, I, I think it would be interesting to, to see that. So, so same with him, same with Dryden. They're kind of the, 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 the bosses of the panel. Well, then we got Boba Fett, Lone Wolf, Cad Bane, Lone Wolf, but he works with a lot of folks there. No questions about his relationship with Aura Singh. Eh, that might turn him off. He might walk away. All right, that's fair. And Hondo Naka, uh, pirate, smuggler, uh, ally of, uh, of the Burgeoning Rebellion, enemy of the Burgeoning Rebellion, all of them. Uh, and that would stretch all the way, of course, to Batu. And and I think I think he would be, again, going like Game of Thrones panel. If you ever had a chance to see the big Hall H panels, Conleth Hill plays Varys. He's the one who kind of steals every panel because he's just there, uh, quippy, witty, one line, slays the room, everyone laughs, and he's got something. He knows when to pull back. I don't think Hondo knows when to pull back, but you know he'd be having a lot of fun, kicking his feet up, having a drink. And what do I want to accomplish with this uh, panel? Inside Bright Street Village, I want a little bit more, no, a little more knowledge of what goes on inside there. But I, don't, I think just having them on there and really kind of uh, getting their perspective on the galaxy at large and, and uh, how they just feel they're probably just doing good business. Sure, Boba Fett again, he wouldn't say much. Probably just repeat what his father says. Just a simple man trying to, you know, make his way through the galaxy. I mean, you know, that's that. Now, I, I, I do want to take questions from the audience. And this is where I'd like, like, I'd like Asajj Ventress to show up in the crowd. Upset she's not up there, but also not, not wanting to be up there next to these scum. And maybe talking about her side, her take, her working in the uh, underworld as well. I think we get some good things. Plus, this, I think, would be one of the more popular panels just because Cad Bane and Boba Fett are there. And Jabba. Let's give Jabba. And, and, you know, Hondo as well. This is a popular. People love the underworld. They love the criminal syndicates. And I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fair. We talk often about, you know, the different categories of, of Star Wars characters, Jedi, Sith, uh, uh, war, soldiers and leaders and, and, and the rebellion. And, and then the third, third faction, it's a big umbrella, you know what I mean? But third faction is definitely the underworld. So I think this would be a popular, popular panel. And there's a good chance it would end in some sort of blaster fight. Again, I know it's going to be tough to get Jabba there. We'll have to do something special, get him up there, put a snack aquarium there with some frogs. He can bring Salacious. So I don't want Bib there in his place. All right. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Number three. This panel, I'm going Imperial Officers, a lesson in overcoming failure. The moderator here is Grand Admiral Thrawn, or Thrawn. I think Thrawn would be a wonderful moderator for this panel because he would ask some really interesting questions. We might not even need an audience Q&A because though he is definitely an imperial officer, I think he's kind of working outside the bounds of uh, uh, the boundaries of what's going on there. He's seen the system. Uh, that first Thrawn book, the the new Thrawn book by by Timothy Zahn, uh, really one of the things I really loved about it is seeing the inner workings, all the uh, the problems with the Imperial uh, Academy and the training ranks and officers coming up, and I think Thrawn, and I don't want him to be combative, kind of like when you know when he's talking to Harrison Dula in Rebels, where he's he's not happy with her. He would love to just wipe her out right now, but he's also fascinated and oddly respectful. So I think I'd want Grand Elma Thrawn there to take us through the Imperial Officers, a lesson in overcoming failure panel, which would include Moff Tion Ger Gerard, Admiral Firmus Piet, Mortiman Bast, Admiral Yularn, and then Ray Sloan. Different generations here. Yep, I know, some might not have survived, but this is in a... We're using the world between worlds to host this panel. Tion Ger Gerard I want there because he is essentially in Return of the Jedi... Holding the the position of 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 Tarkin now again not Grand Moff we know that but just uh, in terms of watching these movies especially if you're a young kid all right you got the you got Tarkin 
Grand Moff, Moff, it's all the same to you when you're seven, and then now we got Moff, Jared, Gerard, but they're not the same. Clearly, they're not the same. We know beyond just rank, it's just how they're viewed. Jared Gerard's definitely middle management, and he seems to be someone who's he's got a lot of he's got a lot of confidence. Read that Jedi novel; it's one of my favorite things. You know, Jared Gerard says, "Great men never hurry. Great men cause others to hurry." But he is definitely not treated well, not respected, doesn't have all the resources. I think we've all been in that position when your supervisor or superiors asked the near impossible of you, and you know you're going to have to succeed for your own uh, job's well-being, but you know that you need more resources. You know that you need more men. So to have Gerard up there just kind of explaining, look, I I built this second Death Star pretty fast. And I know he's, again, probably within the Empire, they probably said, all right, after Tarkin, and you got... Krennic, and he was running around. A lot of drama around that first Death Star. Moti yelling at Vader. Vader unhappy. We don't need that. I just need a good middle management guy, a good project manager to sit there and make this happen. So I want Jared Gerard on the panel. Which is why I also want Firmus Piet on the panel. I don't want Ozzel. I don't need Lorth Nita. I, I think Lorth Nita is kind of a sympathetic character. I even wrote about that in my book, Why We Love Star Wars. He's kind of the entry point into my discussion of the officers. He took responsibility like a good leader, and he paid for it. But I don't want that. And Ozzel, Ozzel's just a buffoon. I don't want him up there. He'd be up there making excuses, hogging the panel limelight. No. Piet's a good company man. You could put General Veers up there, too, but Piet is fascinating because there's a lot of failure. That's why this is called, uh, uh, you know, overcoming failure. Um there's a lot of failure in the ranks of the Imperial officers. In fact, I, I want to do a Star Wars ranked of some of the biggest mistakes of the Empire. And uh, one of them is going to be uh, the Imperial officer in Return of the Jedi. who's was like, oh, great, send two squads out to help and opens up the back door that the Rebellion had been trying to get at for hours. Uh, not smart. So a lot of mistakes. Ozzel makes a lot of mistakes. And here's Piet. He gets promoted on the fly, Captain to Admiral, and he succeeds. He succeeds. He dies because of kind of a freak yet heroic accident. Rest in peace, Arvel Krynet. If that doesn't happen, I think the executor stays up there. I think uh, the rebellion smashes against the wall time and time again, and that even if the shield goes down, that superstar destroyer stays up there. Piet stays in control. Might be a different outcome. So what's it like for him to work with these other other examples of mistakes and failure within his ranks? What was it like to work for Ozzel for a long time, to work underneath someone who clearly didn't know what he was doing? And yes, uh, I would love, um, I would love Moden Kennedy of the First Order to be in the crowd, talking about his times in the, in the glory days uh, the, of the Empire. Then I want Mortimer Bast. I've become more obsessed with Mortimer Bast lately because uh, I mentioned him on the uh, the main show recently. I just am fascinated by he's someone who's like, hey, Tarkin, I think we should go. We analyze some things. It doesn't seem likely, but just like General Tag kind of warned us there, I think we need to get out of here. But he's got to go. Or he can't go, but he's got to go up in flames when his uh, superior, Tarkin's like, how dare you suggest that we're... So let's just say, pluck him in again, world between worlds. Let's say we reach in right before he dies, pull him out. Just let him... uh, You know, because I think he was a competent 
imperial officer. And Tarkin's competent, too. He just was too sure of himself. That's one of the downfalls of the Empire, indeed. Thankfully, because we do in the end want them to lose, right? Right. So I want Bast up there talking about that. And then you, Lauren, I think would be fascinating because here's someone who served the Republic, fought alongside the Jedi, had problems with Anakin, and now, years later, here he is kind of working with them, whether he knows it or not, doesn't matter, and he transitions over, and then he ends up working very closely with Thrawn, doing kind of internal investigations and imperial, imperial security, internal affairs type of stuff, which means he knows there's a lot of failure. And he knows maybe why it happens and how it can be fixed. I think him and Thrawn in a one-on-one interview would be interesting, but we got to put him up there. Then I want Ray Sloan. She was there, Captain Ray Sloan, working her way up. She was there during the Galactic Civil War. And then we know what happens after. She goes off and starts restarts it all in her own image, with her own design. Not serving anyone. Makes that choice in the end. She's not doing the full emperor's contingency plan. She's trying to remake the empire in, in, in her vision, what she saw, what she experienced. She knows the failures. She knows the treachery. And she also knows, uh, follow me here, the good they've done. Because if you read her backstory, you get her point of view. From her young point of view, they came in and cleaned up the planet she was on. A lot of the problems she'd, she'd faced. So it makes sense. The empire wasn't truly that. Once you dig deeper, once she digs deeper. So she's someone who, we talk about Imperial officers overcoming failure, a lesson in overcoming failure. Uh, Ray Sloan had to overcome an entire regime of failure and goes out to start something on her own. Something goes horribly wrong. Maybe she'll let us know in this panel. But I want those answers. So that's my number three, the Imperial officer panel. Number two in my character panels, we want... At least I want to see at San Diego Comic-Con. The Ladies Who Rebel. That's right. Just like uh, a lot of panels, uh, geek girl panels and all those kind of things. Very popular. Uh, very cool panels down at San Diego Comic-Con. I want the Ladies Who Rebel. And this will include, and there's a lot of choices, I get it. But again, we're going across uh, time and space. Mon Mothma. Jin Erso. Infus Nest. Princess slash General Leia. Now, if you got Leia showing up to the Ewok panel, I wouldn't mind General Leia. The Leia that's staring out on Crate, the eyes of Leia, that Leia who's got a lifetime of pain and suffering behind her and sacrifice for the cause of resisting and rebelling. That's a pretty fascinating Leia to have up there. But, you know, Urso, Mothma, that's, that's an interesting thing. Interesting, uh, you know, they all hung out together, right? You know, one way or another. Infus Nest up there as well, because Infus Nest, I think, is uh, a different face of the rebellion. She pulls that mask off. She pulls it off because she has to, because she's tired of hiding. We're going to start proclaiming who we are, what our, what our reasons for doing it are, and I think that's powerful, so she brings an interesting perspective. And then I want to, I do want an appearance from Padme. Again, world between worlds. Let's pull her in there. Padme along with Mothma and Bail Organa, were part of the early, you could say early, early rebellion. Had she survived and had things gone a little differently, even if Anakin had become Vader, even if she had given birth to the twins and gone into a little bit more hiding, she, you know, even especially then, if she's in hiding and seeing what's happening and knowing that that caped crusader next to Palpatine is her, is her former uh, husband, 
I guess, I mean, I guess maybe at that point you have a manager's note. That's a different combination conversation. I, I, she would have absolutely started roll, rolling up her sleeves and started, started forming the rebellion. The moderator for this panel, I'm going Ray. Ray, it's so, Ray's journey right now is definitely part of the resistance, but it's, it's not been fully intertwined in that story. And I think it finally will. That's where we're at. But much like Luke before, her journey's a little bit different, a little bit more mystic, a little bit more full of greater purpose, right? Absolutely. But even, you know, Luke, by the end of New Hope, it's a tight, uh, tight three-act structure of a movie. He's definitely in the center of the rebellion. Ray is, too. She is going to get Luke Skywalker, uh, uh, not because uh, just because of her own needs as a, a burgeoning, perhaps, Jedi and Force user. They send her there because they need to bring, they need her to bring, bring him back in, in the fight. That's why she's there. So, so she's definitely, by the end of Force Awakens, intertwined with the Resistance. But as we know in Last Jedi, her story is a little bit more uh, personal. But here at the end. So I think it will be interesting perspective because the Ray, as the one we know now, we're waiting for nine, she'll be able to look at all of these uh, folks and these characters and talk to them with, uh, with a lot of uh, questions for herself, uh, a lot of uh, answers she needs. She'd be maybe learning too. And I think that'd be a fascinating panel there. And I want to get the takes. I want Mon Mothma. So powerful. Gives that speech. Has to go into hiding. Gives up her senatorial position. Starts the real again, the rebellion had started, but really becomes a de facto leader right then and there. That's when the rebellion becomes a rebel alliance, and their first action uh, are during, is during the Battle of Scarif with Radis and all that. Jin Urso representing someone again, kind of in the underworld on the outside, worked with Saw Guerrero, saw these different sides of it, doesn't want to get involved, and then has to get involved. It kind of becomes her her destiny to get involved. And love to hear her take. And then we can talk, you know, about the line, I rebel. Even though we didn't get to enjoy that line in full. Talk about that. And again, Leia, the perspective, Padme. And I think this would be a very popular, well, I want this one in Ballroom 20. If this this can't be, this could probably actually fill Hall H. Let's just do it. Let's put it in Hall H. Let's not downgrade this one. Ewoks can go in Ballroom 20. Uh, I, I want this one to be in Hall H. And let's pack it out. All right, so that's my number two, which means we're up to uh, my number one most wanted Star Wars character panel at San Diego Comic-Con. You know, some of the more popular panels are the ones that are very small, intimate, one or two people up there. Not quite the one-man show panels, but like a one-on-one. And that's why my number one panel is an evening with Palpatine, A Life in the Shadows. Moderator, there's a lot of choices. I mean, Anakin would be good. Maybe it's Yoda to sit across from him. Uh, tell me how you went wrong. Maybe it's Kylo. That'd be interesting. But I thought about Thrawn would be good too, but we got him busy doing another panel. But I thought about this, like Snoke. Snoke and Palpatine on stage, but it's all focused on Palpatine. So Snoke can, uh, you know, he has the knowledge of knowing Palpatine, watching Palpatine. We'll find out what all that means later on. But I want this truly to be a look back on the life and times of the true villain of the galaxy, of the person who wanted what everyone else wanted, power, unlimited power, and then got it, and then lost it. Or did he? 
The fact that he's back, we'd get the reasons why, we'd get the hows and whys, but also I'd be fascinated with the early days. Some of the stories, canon or not, I love them. Love Lucina's Plagueis novel. Such a great look at young Palpatine. I want Snoke to take it, take us through. But I don't want Snoke to hold back. I want Snoke to have the important questions. Maybe rub it, rub it in a little bit that it didn't all work out, that he didn't, you made some mistakes, that I picked up the pieces, and then, oh, lost him. Now you're back. I really think it'd be... I mean, it could almost just be Snoke and Palpatine, an evening with the evil lords, but this is a focus on the life and times of Palpatine. I, I think Palpatine is the villain of villains, and we should pay him that odd respect. I'd love to uh, love to get a little bit more out of him. You could almost do this a one-man show. Absolutely. McDermott could sit there. Or, excuse me, we're doing characters. Palpatine could sit there and put on a show. He's good at putting on a show. That's what he does so well. A safe and secure society. He gives a speech. But I don't want to be, I don't want to be politically stomping, man. I want, I want a true story about everything he's done, everything he's accomplished. I'm, you know, it's not a good thing. It's not a good character. You're not a good guy. But within the Star Wars story, it'd be fascinating. Just have, just have Snoke there in his gold robe. He can sit there in a gold robe. Needling, needling, needling. They can be good. Q&A would be fascinating. You know Kylo would be in the audience. He, I, I slept overnight for three days. Uh, I got a question for Palpatine. Should I have been a Sith? Why didn't you kill Luke? I think he'd be in line. You'd have to, he'd be one of those Q&A people. You'd have to like pull him out. Like, grab the mic from him. Which, by, by the way, if you're going to San Diego Comic-Con or any convention and you're in a Q&A, just, just clear and concise. Give the mic up to the person behind you. All right? Move it along. Move it along. So though that is my number one panel, An Evening with Palpatine, A Life in the Shadows. This is my silly list. Oh, it's silly. It's silly because we got to head down. We got to go to San Diego Comic-Con now. I got a lot going on. Uh, I got a comedy show. If you're listening to this uh, on uh, the Thursday that it was released, do a comedy, American Comedy Company, live movie trivia showdown. A lot going on, and uh, hopefully get to run into some of you. I'll be out and about. I'm going to be hitting the Lucasfilm, uh, that uh, Evolution Stormtrooper thing they got going on, or whatever, whatever's going on over there. I'm heading over to their their space on the floor. So uh, uh, that is that. So. That's my list. If you have some, and I know you do, or maybe you have some, some different people you want to see on the panel, join the conversation. Follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod, me at Cadnapsuck. Use the hashtag Star Wars Ranked. Use the hashtag Force Center. Join the conversation there. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Go to our website, forcecenterpod.podomatic.net. We have merch on T Public. Hopefully, I see some of you out there representing Force Center at these uh, big cons with your shirts on. Uh, well, keep your shirts on, but <laughs> your Force Center shirts on. And uh, tweet it out so we can share the pictures and spread the word. Don't forget, we're also on YouTube with um, In Memoriam's coming back there shortly, uh, probably after the crunch of Comic-Con, and more things down the line. You can visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Center, where we are building towards some goals, including a new music for this very show, Star Wars Ranked. Going to be working with Tony Thaxton once we hit that goal. He's done all the original music for our shows uh, now. This is one of the last ones that we need to uh, remake, and that's on the docket. That's a goal. You can help us reach that there uh, and uh, support us there. You know where the podcast is available. It's available in a lot 
lot of spots. So check it out. Just search. If it isn't, uh, well, let us know, and we'll try to get it there. Uh, for me and my own stuff there, you can go to KenNapsock.com to find out all my other shows, including Casterly Talk, The Knapsack Files, and The Afternoons with Josh and Ken. And you can order my book or find out the links to order my books. Uh, my book, uh, Why We Love Star Wars, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound, Target.com, other fine places. And you can uh, pick that up and leave a nice review if you want to on Amazon, even if you didn't buy the book from Amazon. So that is it for now. I got to head on down to the con. Going to be a lot of fun. That's it for now. I wish these panels were real. Star Wars has been ranked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.